Hi, I'm Ashley McElwain, licensed marriage and family therapist, founder and CEO of Foundation Restoration. Welcome to Foundation Restoration's Real Talk podcast, where you'll find real people discussing real issues while offering real help at the intersection of clinical expertise and a biblical perspective. We're so glad you've joined us. Welcome, friends, to this episode of the Real Talk Podcast. So excited, grateful that you're here, looking forward to spending a little bit of time together. It's crazy. I don't know about where you're located, but it is hot. We've had some really warm, humid, muggy days. Um, Summer is here. In fact, summer's halfway done, and that is so crazy. I, My son, Grayson, will be going into kindergarten um, middle of August, and I just can't believe that on multiple levels. But I hope you guys are having a great summer. Uh, again, it's hard to believe that it is halfway through July, but hopefully you all have had a wonderful summer. You're enjoying it, making the most of it, and getting prepared for summer. I know, or listen to me, getting prepared for school. I know some people are starting school. I mentioned it, I think, in a previous podcast, but here in North Carolina, at least in Raleigh. There's a lot of year-round schools, and so I know several kiddos that have already started, which is just crazy to think about, but hope you all have been enjoying the summer, making the most of it, getting your watermelon and your strawberries and um, pool time and vacations and all that fun stuff. Um, it, it's Again, it's been toasty here, so <laughs> trying to keep cool. Um Well, today's episode is one that will hopefully make you chuckle or at least smile. Um, I thought that we would do something that's a little bit lighter. And so I'm kicking off a little thing called dumb couple fights. And if you've been married longer than a second, you know that couples fight over dumb things, silly things, just ridiculous things. Every single couple fights. And, you know, some issues are legit. Obviously, I know that as a marriage and family therapist, but we're highlighting the lighter side, lighter side of things um, that we go to battle over and for. Because I love a good laugh. I love smiling and having a good time. And so I know we all have them. So let's laugh a little together about them. Uh, What do you say? So some of these from today are from personal experience, whether it's between my husband and I or friends, family, um, observing firsthand. Some are from listeners that submitted them. If you follow us on our social media, you can participate in things like this. I posted a poll about, or well, posted a question on our Instagram and asked, what are some of the dumb fights that you have as a couple And I loved hearing from you guys. So if you're not connected with us on Instagram or Facebook, those are kind of the two social media platforms that we um, are most active on. I'd love for you to follow us. Facebook, it's facebook.com slash foundation restoration. Instagram, our handle is at FND restoration. I'd love to connect with you. And again, I'm I'm kind of trying to post questions, um, ask for some of your thoughts and feedback. I, I love this to be interactive. I'm going to be kicking off an Ask Me Anything segment as well here on the podcast. I posted a poll this past week asking people if that was something that they would enjoy, and 100% everybody said, yes, we're in. We'd love that. 
So if you have questions, um, make sure that you you can DM us on Instagram. You can shoot us an email. Go on our website to the contact page, foundationrestoration.org. You can submit your questions there. Um, send us a message on Facebook, however you prefer. But feel free to send in questions, and I will be picking from them and launching and Ask Me Anything. Listen, I can't talk today. Um, and ask me anything segment here on the podcast. I, I think it's just a fun way to make sure that it really is pertinent and, and real to what you guys are facing or what things are in your hearts and mind. And again, that can be about mental health. It can be about families. It can be about friendships, marriage, spirituality, faith, whatever comes to your mind. Send us a question. Whatever your questions are, we'll pick some and I'll, I'll be peppering those into these podcasts. Um, I'm really excited about that. I was glad that everybody was on board with that. So hopefully you guys will submit those questions. And again, make sure you're following us on Instagram and Facebook where we're most active so that you can be interacting because we want to hear from you. This is, it's fun. It's fun to hear from you guys. So that's where I pulled some of these um, dumb fights from where what people send in. And so I'm, I'm really excited about it. And so anyway, always fun to hear from you guys. And I'm really excited to laugh together um, at our silliness as couples, as men and women are just, some of this is hysterical to me and just gender differences. Um, so without further ado, one of the, the first fights I think that everybody can relate to, and I think this is just uh, a male-female thing, is the toilet seat I was very grateful to grow up in a home. My poor dad, he was outnumbered. I have two older sisters. So if four women, one man, my dad didn't stand a chance. He always had to put the toilet seat down. But my dad was very, very, very considerate and very thoughtful in that way. Um, I have a very, like, I have, he's a perfect girl dad. I'm like, my dad is just uh, very, very thoughtful in, in ways like that. But how many times have um, women, us women said to men, put the toilet seat, you put it up, put it back down. I, I laugh because there, I've heard this so many times, honestly, with couples. And I, I laugh in a lot of, I do workshops and seminars, although, I, you know, that kind of died down with COVID. But this was one of the jokes I like to tell of, of how the worst is when you first get married. And if your husband is not a toilet seat putter down person, and you're in the middle of the night and you're half lucid, right? Because you've just awakened. You have to use the restroom. You stumble in. You can't see. And you go to sit down only to find that the toilet seat is up <laughs> and fall in. And I've actually heard many, many tales of that. So it doesn't go well. And I would encourage you men, just, just do the chivalrous thing. Put the seat back down um, to its intended position. But the toilet seat, up or down, that is a big couple's silly fight that we hear about often. Now, this one hits home for me. This next one, it hits home for me. And this was one that a lot of you had sent in and said was a similar argument that you have in your home. And that is how to stack the dishwasher. Oh my goodness. <laughs> if you are uh, type A neurotic, no, <laughs> I'm not really neurotic. I, well, my husband might um, argue, <laughs> argue that point, but there is an efficient way to stack the dishwasher and to make the most of the space. 
in there. And also it makes it easier when you're unstacking the dishwasher, when it's all done and it's clean and you're taking it all out, it makes it easier if it was all put in, in a very orderly fashion. My husband, I swear, it's like, how is it even possible to put dishes in, in such an unorganized, chaotic way? I mean, it literally looks like a wild animal stack the dishwasher. But of course, he makes fun of me and says I'm like an engineer in, in how I put it all in there. And sometimes he just refuses to even put the dishes in there because I go in and rearrange them. As time went on, I must say, I learned not to say anything. I would just secretly go in. <laughs> I would just secretly go in and rearrange the whole entire thing, but I wouldn't say anything anymore because I didn't want to fight about it. But apparently... I am definitely not the only one who has this argument in my home that there is a way to stack the dishwasher. And um, so this is a very common fight. This very hits very home for me of stacking the dishwasher, how to do it, how to do it right. So I'm definitely on the engineer efficient, maximize the space uh, side of that equation. Another popular response and I've seen this in my work as well. And this has come up. This actually has sometimes crossed over into not a dumb fight, but like a big fight and a big issue. But I think for the most part, we'd agree this is kind of a silly argument that we have. It's where to eat. So many times it's where do we eat? I don't know. I don't know. You pick. Oh, that doesn't sound good to me. You know, oh, well, then why don't you pick? Well, I don't have anywhere to suggest. Okay. So, and it's the back and forth. And then, of course, if you're like me, you get hangry. So then the argument can escalate. So here's a little pro tip. And this is what I recommend because, again, I've had several couples that this is like a real issue. It's ruined a lot of their date nights. As I say, you've got to have this conversation well before you are headed out the door. You got to know where you want to eat in advance. So that's the first rule is have this conversation when you're not hungry and have it well before the decision needs to be made. So maybe you text about it throughout the day or you email about it or the night before you make that decision. And then the other pro tip I always say is if you don't have a suggestion, you cannot veto somebody's. So unless you have something else to suggest, then you you can't say, no, we're not going there. And I've seen this a lot. And women, I think we're like the worst at this. Like, I don't know what I want to eat. And then the husband says, okay, fine. Let's go get tacos. I don't want tacos. And it's like, okay, so what do you want? Well, I don't know. <laughs> so I always say no. Unless you have a suggestion, you cannot veto somebody else's suggestion. So where to eat was a big winner in couples fights that are silly that we have often. What to eat. I, th I think that this is more, again, in the women's category of sometimes we want to try to eat all healthy and dainty, but what we really want is like the fatty, delicious stuff. And so I think we have a tendency to say like, no, I don't want to order the fries. No, I don't want, I don't want that. And then we end up eating our husbands because they eat, they just go ahead and order like the good stuff. <laughs> and so it's like, we don't think calories count if we're taking it off of someone else's plate. <laughs> But in fact, it does. And so maybe we should just be a little bit better about ordering what we actually want and realizing like it is what it is. And, you know, there's a time to eat healthy and there's a time just to chow down. I know for me, I'm always like, nah, I'm getting the good stuff. Like if I'm out to eat, <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it right. 
But that's a fight that we see a lot too that can be quite quite a big kerfuffle over something kind of silly of just like what to eat once we get there. Um, and also, I'll say this about it too that I think is funny is – I don't know if there's any other women who do this. I've gotten much better as I've gotten older. I feel like when I was younger and earlier in my marriage, I would I would kind of float what I was going to what I was going to eat like I wanted some sort of validation that like my husband didn't think I was some fatty for joy, you know, or that I wasn't some like heathen for what I was ordering. I think honestly, for me, it was less about the calories and it was more about like the financial. Um, I, I grew up pretty simple and um, I laugh because I think the first time I ever ordered a steak, I was, I didn't order it. My husband did and he ordered it for me on a date because I was running late and gosh, I think I was... 22. I was in my early 20s. Um, so I was very, very frugal. I didn't like to be an expensive date, which I, I guess that's a topic for another day. But there's, I think there's always a sense of like, is that okay if I order that? Um, and I don't know, maybe I'm the only one who does that. Nobody else added that little footnote. But I think there was sometimes this like sense of, I want to be validated in what I'm ordering that like, it's okay. And, and so that's, you know, there were times it was like, you know, he would look at me like, order what you want. And I'm like, but is it okay? <laughs> so I don't know. That sometimes could could get into a little uh, sticky situation because you're like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand what you want from me. I'm like, just tell me it's okay that I'm ordering this. Okay. Another silly couple argument that occurs, toothpaste. What do I mean about toothpaste? Do you, when you brush your teeth, do you squeeze the bottle in the middle, or do you like like a heathen, <laughs> or do you very precisely squeeze it from the bottom and like slowly work it up, and then you kind of can roll it? Or if you're like me, you've purchased the little thing that you slip on that helps you keep sliding it up and have a nice pristine tube of toothpaste. I feel like again, there's I've gotten better about all of this. I think having kids really changed me um, and helped me let go of some of these type A tendencies. But yeah, the toothpaste, do you squeeze it from the middle of the tube or are you a squeeze it from the bottom, nice and neat and orderly person? Um, is that even an argument in your home? I do know it is a common, silly, dumb couple's argument that occurs. I do know that. It, it happens in our home. Although, again, as you get older, you pick your you pick your battles. Another one that was submitted through our social media was who had the remote lost. So you can't find the remote and the argument ensues. You had it last. No, you had it last. You lost it. Where did you put it? I didn't have it last. You did. And kind of having the whole argument of who had it last, where did you put it, and why didn't you put it back in its, you know, correct place. This is not so much an argument in our home. I feel like we've got like spots for it. So usually it's in one of those spots. But I, I could see how if for some reason it's not. Maybe, maybe there would be a blame game, but I can see if it gets lost that there could be some silly argument about that. One that is very, very pertinent in my home that drives me nuts. This actually happened today, truth be told. No, it wasn't today, it was yesterday. Laundry. I feel like the laundry never ends. I'm literally always doing laundry and it is a constant 
constant thing. And inevitably, I will get that last load of laundry washed. It will be dried. It will be folded. It will be hung up, put away. And I'm like, and then lo and behold, my husband has a magic load of dirty laundry. Of course, it's mixed too, right? It's not even like all the same color, so I can just throw it in. He comes out of the woodworks with this crazy pile of dirty laundry. I'm like, where was that? Where was all this laundry? You knew I was doing laundry. You knew that I've been working on laundry nonstop. I just did 12 loads of laundry. I just finished and now you have brought in this giant load of dirty laundry. And I'll tell you, we have this argument all the time. (laughs) He's like, do you want me to not wear clothes? I'm like, no, what I want is for you to put them all in the hamper. And if you know I'm doing laundry, which I've learned to say, I'm doing laundry, that then you should make sure that you have everything in the laundry room or in the laundry basket. Although I'm starting to learn some of these secret stash spots. And so now I've wised up and I look for it to avoid my um, irrational anger toward this. Uh, But I think this is something I have heard other women say is it is this uncanny. You do all this hard work. You're wrapping up that last load of laundry And suddenly there's an entire pile of dirty clothes, a full hamper, and you're like, what is happening in this situation? And I'll be honest, it's like I need a timeout in those moments. Um, But again, this just happened yesterday. I was like, are you serious? I told you I was doing laundry all day. I... I don't understand where did this all come from. <laughs> so this is that's a big silly fight that we have and I know it's irrational to some degree but it is still very irritating. It's it's very irritating and sometimes makes me want to be like that's it. I'm I'm off laundry duty but I'm too particular about how my laundry is done. But I don't know. I'm sure there are others of you out there who can empathize with that particular silly battle. Okay. Another one that came in as a popular, you know, dumb couple fight was what to watch. It's amazing to me how many options there are out there and yet how many not great options there are. And of course you have the difference in what you want to watch. Um, and you know, sometimes it's like for the girls, we want the kind of the reality. I feel like a lot of times girls, we're more in the reality TV vein and some of the romances and feel good stuff. And um, I feel like sometimes the guys want the action and maybe some of the heavier stuff. I don't know that. I guess that's a stereotype, but trying to mix regardless of what your preferences are, trying to align your preferences and then actually find a good show. Oh my goodness. That can be so frustrating. And then if you get into something, but then your spouse wants to watch something different, Um, That can really lead to a lot of frustration between the two of you and fighting over what to watch and who gets to pick and whose turn is it to pick. And again, that's not a huge one for us in just because I don't really care for TV, to be very honest. I'm always like, pick whatever you want. I don't care if I'm even there to watch TV. It's just not my jam. But I do know a lot of couples fight over what to watch, who gets to pick. And then also sometimes too... I think the the little sub point of this is I see a lot of couples then fight over if they pick a show and their spouse isn't into it, 
they get frustrated that their spouse isn't into it. It's like, you should be into this because I'm into it. And, and the spouse is like, well, I don't, I'm just not into the show. I'm willing to watch it. Is that not enough? And the other spouse, the selected, the selection spouse can be like, no. Um, and I've seen couples fight, like, you have to like what I like. And then if that other spouse falls asleep watching the show, sometimes that can cause a lot of problems too because it's like, all you do is go to sleep. So I don't like the show. What do you want from me? So another one of those silly, dumb couple fights that I think a lot of us have found ourselves in one or more times. Um, and then I'm going to wrap up today's first dumb couples fight edition with um, when, and I'm men, I'm singling you out on this, um, when men can't remember something. So what I mean specifically is when you ask them to run an errand and you say, can you go pick up milk, eggs, and tea sticks and, you know, bring home one or two of those things. And they're like, well, what do you want from me? I couldn't remember, you know, or if you ask them to run an errand or you ask them to remember to, you know, don't forget to pack such and such in that bag for, you know, your kid or something. And it seems like a lot of times men struggle with remembering those kinds of things or dates too, right? I mean, that's a, that's a very common fight. Like you forgot it was our anniversary. You forgot it was my birthday. You forgot it was our kid's birthday, which in men's defense, it's just usually not their wheelhouse. And women are kind of, a lot of times they're the ones who keep track of all that stuff. But I think where that men, you get in trouble is, a lot of times, I know not all men are into sports, but a lot of times it's, well, man, you ask them, you ask them a sports question and they can tell you the the player who had the most points in the game from 10 years ago and what college they played at and, and what they were known for in college. And, you know, and it's like this unbelievable repertoire of pointless facts and statistics about, you know, sports and games and their teams and their players. And um, and I think that's where women are like, well, wait a second. How can you remember that he played at that school from this year to this year, and then he was drafted by this team, and then he ended up going and playing at this team, and then he won, you know, the won it all um, this year. He scored this many points. You can't remember the three things I needed you to pick up from the grocery store on the way home. Like, I, 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 I don't understand. I, I don't. And I think a lot of women, we attach then that, like, we're just not as important. <laughs> so plenty of couples fight over husbands, men not remembering things that are important or significant to us but then seemingly remembering and having this incredible database of things that we think are absolutely pointless. So there you have it, guys. Fools fight over a lot of things, but a lot of things are hysterically silly, dumb fights that in the grand scheme of things, they don't really matter. But we often can feel very strongly um, about these things, and it can lead to these silly fights that, you know, we have to take time and, and laugh about and chuckle and say, well, you know, I cannot believe that we're fighting over this. Um, but, you know, that's what life's about sometimes, right, is is we just get 
we get caught up in in some of our preferences and our expectations. Um, but if we can't laugh at ourselves, then we're in real trouble. So I hope today the kicking off this this little segment here about dumb couple fights makes you laugh, makes you smile, makes you remember that sometimes you just have to do that. You have to take time to laugh and um, be silly and realize that you also sometimes just need to relent and, and realize it doesn't matter. This is not this is not a thing. Um, and sometimes it can, it can be a matter of simple little strategies too to avoid these fights. But I hope you've enjoyed this little segment. I hope it's made you laugh. I hope it's made you smile. I'm curious if any of these resonate with you, if these are fights that you have in your home or not. And feel free to submit your own little fights. I, I mean, this is tip of the iceberg. And I hope that this is a segment that we can kind of continue to do. So please feel free again, whether it's on our social media, make sure you're connected, following us on Facebook and Instagram and, or shoot us an email, you know, reach out to us through our contact page on our website, but love to hear your silly couple fights and, um, and who knows, maybe that'll get picked for our next episode of dumb couple fights. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope that it's made you laugh and I hope it's made you smile. And hopefully as you sign off, none of these, none of these couple fights, uh, well, not anytime soon. But if you're like a lot of couples who shared these uh, with us and and myself, they probably will. And hopefully you can just smile to yourself, laugh, and move on. Well, friends, this concludes this episode of the Real Talk Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so glad you did. Remember, you were handcrafted by God, are dearly loved, and greatly needed in this world. We look forward to seeing you back here next time. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Real Talk. To stay connected, follow Foundation Restoration on Instagram and Facebook at FND Restoration or visit us at www.foundationrestoration.org for more information. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to follow or subscribe and to leave us a five-star review so more people can find our show. Foundation Restoration is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry that believes marriage is the heartbeat of society and exists to equip, strengthen, and restore marriages through clinical expertise and a biblical perspective. Please consider supporting our ministry with a tax-deductible donation at www.foundationrestoration.org. Your gift makes programs like this possible. Thank you for your generosity and partnership.